0: It's a brand new week, another edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things, Jason Portwondo alongside DB, and uh, we have got an uplifting show to talk about. You know, the last episode was just, you know, gut-wrenching in terms of Damar Hamlin. We'll get to that in a second. First of all, I want to check in on you and say, Wagwan.
1: I'm good. Well, I mean, I'm sort of good. Uh, You know, I got a little... um Basketball,
0: you uh, you took little. a few extra steps, and I don't mean traveling. <laughs> I mean like to get to, to come down the stairs here inside the <clears throat> Toronto Mike Studios. I, I'm concerned.
1: Well, don't be concerned. I mean, okay. w- what happens is that um, you know uh, it's there's a little rust on the wheel, or wheels, okay. and I, and I think that um, I need to get some fizzy on these uh, good old knees to make sure that um, get some WD forty in it, Jason. So next week. Um, when I hit the basketball court, um, I will be a well-oiled machine.
0: I know there's the the euro <laughs> step, but what do you call it when you come down the stairs and you're you're kind of crossing over? Is that like the Jamaican jam or what? do you
1: call in that? It's the, the it's the gimpy skank, I think. You know that's what it is. The brock Donovan. No, well, I'm I'm not brock down, but you know, hey, I'm listen. I, I, I'm saying to you. Uh, i hadn't first of all i hadn't played uh, okay. in in like three weeks how many how many minutes did you go last night? Oh not long enough um but uh i didn't not long enough but but i also uh, last night i was I was a little concerned with my good knee uh, okay. that that uh I might have tweaked it a little bit, but I am going to physio and um you know my physiotherapist will ensure that i'm better and I will be back. Uh, to my, um, you know, uh, well oiled, uh, fast in the key up the court uh, self next week. All right,
0: <clears throat> we like to hear that. We like to hear that, Donovan for three. All right, you, yeah. you, you of you, course, you, you good outside the arc. Yeah, of course, yeah. man. You know, I've, I've had
1: to learn to uh, oh, shoot. I right. think gone are the days uh, when I played basketball. When I actually played basketball for real, for real. When I played basketball in college, I depended on my. Uh, my physical tools and the fact is that I was always probably the best athlete on the basketball court. I know I could run faster than anybody else and I know I could jump higher than anyone else. So for me, it was really just about, you know, uh, dunking the ball and, you know, playing good defense and getting rebounds and getting back on all of that. Uh, all right. But, but now I, I can actually, I actually got a pretty good shot, pretty good shot.
0: Enough about you taking threes. We're almost, Three minutes into the show and That's we right. got to talk about the main number three because last week when you and I did this very show, it was tough after what we witnessed on the field with Demar Hamlin. But here we are a week later, a miraculous turn of events and the Buffalo Bills responded this way with the opening kickoff in their first game after what took place. Fielded at the 4 by Hines, coming straight up the middle to the 20, cuts it back in the 25, he's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40, 50, down to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, naheem Hines, 96 yards! Almost impossible. That first play after DeMar Hamlin's injury, that takes place versus New England. And if you don't believe in divine intervention, I'm telling you right now, think again. The power of prayer. He wears number three, and that was Buffalo's first touchdown off a kickoff return in three years and three months.
1: That's what I hear. I mean, isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Uh, You know, you're you're correct. I mean, last... The fact that uh, we ended the show and, and uh, it was quite somber and, and and I think the entire world It wasn't the entire football world But everyone that actually is a fan of NFL football uh, Was praying for this kid And and the fact is that, that uh, he's in an amazing place today uh, Watching the game, checked out of the hospital Probably, uh, I guess, it, hopefully, you know at some point he, he, He'll make a decision whether he's ever going to play the game again But yes, you are 100% correct when you're looking at uh, the game itself and right out the gate right out the gate to kind of um i don't know was it to stabilize the crowd or was it to i, I mean know, like like what whatever it is i mean because it, it, it was it was very surreal i mean if you could you know if we're if we're looking at uh you know you know jason you and i both know lots of people in the music and entertainment and movie business uh, but there's absolutely no way that you could find some sort of writer producer person that could have script um script this script how the game went mm-hmm. uh and how perfect perfect it was and uh yeah it was amazing man. i I, I love seeing uh what it is that happened and uh and great to know that this kid is uh he's back I mean raised a ton of dough. Um, oh, yes. you know his uh his foundation um raised you know a lot of money it was almost nine million dollars right now, and 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 I think that I think that his GoFundMe he was looking for I think it was two thousand dollars or twenty five hundred like Some- uh, to buy toys <laughs> to buy toys for the kids of Buffalo and I guess in Pittsburgh where he's from. Now that's like amazing. Again, again, the outpouring of love, uh, for this man, for this for this kid who. You know who who almost lost his life It's been incredible uh, You know another good Story another good thing that came out of it Was this I mean and and I think a lot Of the people who are football fans or Aspiring football players understand this uh, There was There was another petition uh, You know I think that when you're on the injured deserve list You your, I think your salary gets cut in half And um he was going to, I guess, and your salary gets cut in half when you're on the injured reserve. Now, that is crazy in a sport where you can get injured at any given time whatsoever. So I think that his salary was, you know, like, I think it was approximately a million dollars, and they were going to cut that in half. So I think the, 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 the petition, Players Union, and all the other players that were involved uh, were, you know, they, they united to ensure that, that he did not... Uh, get a, a a a a pay cut uh, that he will get his full salary. So again, really happy for that.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> and and by the way, the GoFundMe. I think he wanted twenty five hundred.
1: Right, twenty
0: five. <laughs> wow. He, he got a little bit past that. And you know, I mean, Tom Brady chipped in with ten grand. Russell Wilson, his wife Sierra, also doing the same. But you look back at the chronologic events. Just just breaking it down day by day and to have that type of turnaround in a matter of seven days to the point where, you know, he's off the breathing tube, he's able to speak, he's able to fly. That's a huge hurdle because right. of the pressure, right? Right. So for the doctors to feel that confident and comfortable with him being able to take flight now back home at a facility rehabbing in Buffalo, I mean, wow. And it was a story that gripped the world. Right. You know, because it went from a football player to just a human. You know, I I often say that we put athletes on this pedestal like they're superhuman. But this was a real human story. And, And what a turn of events and and Buffalo riding that wave of momentum. I mean, I don't know if he ever plays football again, but the fact that he's alive and doing as well as he is, that's the main thing.
1: Well, you know what we we also spoke about uh, Chris Pronger getting a, a puck in. Yes, in yes, the you did mention and, that. And, and 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 Chris came back. I mean, Chris, a good dude. Chris came back and um, and had a pretty stellar career in the NHL. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, I again, when you, if your heart is fluttering, and you're losing oxygen, it simply means that you could die in a nanosecond, right? Right. So the so I think that uh when we talked about it last week, I think that uh we were all obviously praying for health uh but also i, I guess based upon uh the um the results that we had from uh, observing what happened with chris in ninety eight and and how he came back, I think that uh, well personally for me, I was praying for damar to to um you know to to be healthy to mm-hmm. be back to walk talk, breathe. Um, you know be a father be a brother be a son uh you know be, be continue to be it's fantastic uh charitable self and so i you know what i i love the fact that he's um i i i mean i love the fact that he's recovered as you said i love the fact that that he's still back to himself and and you know what? Uh, and and again, based on Chris, what it looks like, anyways. I mean, because hockey is also a contact sport, and he came back and do it. So, uh, you know, again, let's let's watch. I mean, I, I mean, I'm hoping and and praying for, for uh, that this kid's gonna do what's best for him, and what's best for his health, and what's best for uh, you know, obviously him and uh, the team and. You know, his uh, support system will make decisions based upon what it is he's going to do for the rest of his life. But uh, again, amazing, man. I, I, I love the fact that that, you know, like everything, everything seems on track uh, for him to, you know, be a productive member of society, continue to be his charitable self. So I'm loving all of it.
0: Amen. Amen. I mean, you know, what a story. And uh, wow, that's all I got to say. Again, the power of prayer. And DeMar Hamlin will be watching again coming up this weekend when the Buffalo Bills play part of that super wild card affair. We'll talk picks in a second, but I want to talk um, coaching casualties, right? There's a bunch of teams now in the league. Carolina Panthers, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Denver Broncos, Arizona Cardinals, Houston Texans, they all come to mind. They're going to need coaches. They call it Black Monday. Why?
1: Why is it Black Monday? Why yeah, can't it be Yellow Monday?
0: They call it Black Monday. Green they Monday. They all get fired. I want to know how many of these coaching spots God. will be filled by you know filled by black guys. You know what? I look okay.
1: So here is the thing. I mean, and and I am a, I, I am the biggest supporter of of equality of opportunity when it comes to anything, sports, business, work, right. any opportunity whatsoever. Now, this is. Let's go to a business. This this is not a racial thing for me personally. Okay. Right? Um, Here's the business move right now. It's the end of the season for a lot of these uh, teams that you just mentioned. Right? So what has to happen is that people have got to get fired. All of these coaches work on commission. It's simply you might sign a contract, you get guaranteed money, all of that, just like the players. Uh, you sign a contract. You you know you get money. You might get guaranteed money, and you get you get bonuses for games won, and uh, certainly don't get anything for games lost. So, today, Jason, one of the one of the things that we're seeing again from a business perspective is uh you know the emptying of offices, is the emptying of 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 uh, of, uh, of, uh, of of uh, coaches' desks, and uh, that's what's going to have to happen. Now, what I what I want, I mean, it's always very interesting every year. Uh, you mentioned black coaches; it's always very interesting who the people are that get interviewed, right? So, I'm looking forward to who they interview. I mean, certainly, there's a lot of teams that um, that need really good people, <laughs> coaches aside, really good people, really good leaders. And so it's going to be really interesting to see. But I see, I mean, for me, I see this as just simply a business move where, where qualified people, the greatest, most qualified people uh, will, should be interviewed and should be hired uh, you know, to continue the NFL's machine going.
0: Mention five teams. Right, how many of those you think will get a coaching change? And I'm not trying to make this a white or black thing, but I'm, but I'm going to. How many of those teams you think of the five will be, you know, all of a sudden headed up by a black person?
1: You know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, show me a number. Two, I don't, three. I don't know. Well, listen one. But if, if listen, I think that if you get, I'll if, go one. If, yeah, but okay. So if you get if 25 percent, uh, work like if if you get two, that'd be great. Seriously, if you get like it'd be just. Like I, I want to see what the qualified people are that are out there That's the number one thing for me I want to see what that looks like I want to see what the qualified leaders look like I want to see what all the coaches from college That are going to be looking for or Or putting their hat in the NFL coaching ring is Right. So, I mean, I I don't know. But again, I think that if if you if you can get two out of five, that'd be great. If you get one out of five, that'd also be good. I mean, again, for me, it's really just about qualified people and taking advantage of the opportunity that's in front of them.
0: The only thing that I have an issue with is sometimes they do their due process, but they already have their guy in plan. Right, in but place, that's part of business. Right? So unfortunately, like, you know, I'm I'm gonna hire Joe, but let's let's bring in you know this guy, this guy, And this guy to make it look like we're doing what we're supposed to do. But all along, we know that we've got this
1: guy as our man. Well, so. that's part of business. That happens every single mm-hmm. day in the corporate world. That you know they they might have, you know they might have uh, you know a guy in the mailroom or some or somebody that's you know, uh, you know in a in a middle management position that they've been grooming for a position. Uh, and um and it so happens that you know obviously you have to yield sometimes to the pressures of society and and you have to make it at least look <laughs> look okay right uh but you know there might be the, the in every single one of these teams uh you know you you pointed out five teams in every single one of these teams there there might be one or two people that's already groomed in their system there might be uh unfortunately that's part of it uh, but I think if there's an opportunity for someone who's very successful, regardless of race, uh, then uh, that opportunity should be there for them to be interviewed and for them to throw their hat in the ring and for them to, you know, have the possibilities of negos- have, getting a job, have the possibilities of um, negotiating and, and, and make some life changing decisions and money in, 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 you know, for their career.
0: A lot of names out there. O.C.'s, offensive coordinators, D.C.'s, defensive coordinators, guys like Dan Quinn, uh, Sean Payton come to mind. Right. A lot of names out there people are tossing around. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, even though right now he is coaching Michigan. Uh, right. um, that was the last time we saw him on the sidelines uh, before that upset versus TCU. So to be continued, but I want to get some predictions from you before we wrap up uh, this NFL Uh-oh. chat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wild card weekend is a mere days away. Let's take a look at what's on tap. We got six games. So give us your uh, six-pack prediction. First up, Hawks, 49ers. you going to Seattle or you going to San Fran? Uh,
1: you know what? I'm, you know what? Seattle is actually the, the surprise team, uh, you know, after Russell was traded. I agree. However... <laughs>
0: You, you knew there was a butt coming. <laughs> however. He didn't give me a butt. However, but, however, however, the, the, yeah,
1: the know. Seahawks will not be flying after this weekend.
0: Yeah, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Shocked they, if they won't go into San Fran yeah. and win that game in Santa yeah, Clara. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. This, mm, kind of a pick em game. I don't know. Chargers, Jaguars. Jaguars are at home.
1: You know what? I, I'm, I'm probably going to go Chargers. I, I think that um, there's a little bit of momentum, uh, you know, and what they look like there. There's some cohesiveness happening. So, so I'm going to say charge.
0: Ooh, Herbert over <clears throat> Lawrence. All right. Dolphins, Bills, this one, uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure about Tua's status. I don't know if Teddy will be back. Or uh, Thompson, I, I think they're in tough.
1: Uh, on the momentum of what took place, what has happened in Buffalo, and the fact that Josh Allen is fearless, bills yeah and and also and also dude it's it's the bills i mean we 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 that's technically our home nfl team if we're i'm talking about collectively in ontario canada uh the bills would probably be well toronto canada the bills would probably be our home team so but i'm i'm i I, I think the bills will not lose this game
0: all right Uh, here's my watch out game of the week giants in minnesota
1: Jesus, uh, you know what? This is a toss-up game more so for me. Is, um, watch out! You know what? I, I'm I'm gonna say Vikings because they're at home, but that's it. Okay, that is it.
0: Brian Dable, coach of the year for me. <clears throat> Giants pull off a <clears throat> oh, shocker. What? Another six versus three. This one's Sunday night. Ravens Bengals. Just the way we wrapped up the uh, the regular season uh, days right.
1: ago. <sighs> okay, so. <clears throat> My heart says Lamar right because I don't I mean, know if he's gonna play but like, that's, that's my the only that, thing. Right? Again, that's my thing, yeah. right My heart says Lamar okay. but 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 I think the Bengals take this one because Lamar's not playing.
0: okay If Lamar, Lamar, Lamar? plays,
1: hold on if yeah. Lamar plays Ravens, Ooh. if he does not Bengals.
0: See, this is where we differ because your heart says Lamar, mine says Selma. So, I I mean, (laughs) you can have have Jackson, I'll take Hayek, uh, but yeah. Whatever, dude. Bengals win this game. Uh, Monday nighter, Cowboys, Buccaneers. That's exactly the way we started things out week one. The Buccaneers won that, but obviously this is different. And, you know, what Dak Prescott shows up, the good one or the one we saw lose to the Commanders in week 18.
1: Okay, so so again, this is also where I'm a little torn, right? So, uh, the Cowboys look like they're playing well, right? But for the old man, them I would like Brady to win. Something's wrong here. I'm
0: going let's go through <laughs> these matchups again. I don't see the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Who, 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 the Raiders who, are playing golf, who, Jason, but that's
1: okay. Who who, who, who they playing that's again? Okay. That's okay. Who, who, they're playing they're playing a Tiger tournament. Who who they?
0: okay i can't (laughs) whatever guy
1: where's your team (laughs) that's okay
0: the eagles eagles are getting a buy they they didn't finish up strong but they're getting a buy they're getting a buy so oh that's right hey we're having a lot of fun as we always do on donovan bailey running things i'm jason Portwondo. he is obviously donovan bailey you know what to do like share follow subscribe download be a part of this podcast any which way possible your specialty is One of them. My specialty. You got quite a few. But track and field. Let's go there next because we're nowhere near to, you know, talking outdoors. But, you know, we've turned the calendar. It's 2023. We always begin indoors, which I don't mind. But uh, Fred Curley, he's starting things off in, in a different locale.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about indoors, but that's okay. I'll educate you today, Jason, as well as the fans. I know. So two things. Yes. I mean, I I know that you're a big uh, Lamont Jacobs fan.
0: 100%. (laughs) Anybody named
1: Lamont is good as me. (laughs) You big dummy. So Lamont is going to start, I think he's starting his indoor season. Okay. And so so for all you, so funny, he's starting his indoor season uh, in, um, in uh, in I think it's in France. Okay. Uh, so I, I again he he's a European indoor champion. So I expect him to do good things. Okay. Um, funny enough, <clears throat> funny enough, actually, uh, the profe- professional uh, indoor season actually starts in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, um, at the end of the month. That, that's uh, January twenty sixth, and I'll be there. Okay. So I just want to tell everyone that you, I am running. Yeah, okay. I'm it's I think it's the hundredth anniversary of the Knights of Columbus Games and this is where I started my indoor season every year. Uh so that's one. So, okay. uh, so I will be there uh for all for all of you out in Saskatoon. Are we taking show up and Donovan uh, Bailey running things on the road? Well, I, I might be on the road, but you can come for sure. I, I don't think on the road doesn't mean, it might be minus 40, Jason, and, and therefore it's not ex- it doesn't count as on the road. On the road, if we're going to do on the road, dude, let's go to Miami or Vegas. Let's do that. Or Monaco. Jamaica? Yeah, or Jamaica. Right.
0: Turks and Caicos. Turks and
1: Caicos, anywhere. Okay. Um, so uh, on the other side of things, you did mention um, track, uh, the track season starting um, uh, also for Fred Curley. Now, for all you all, uh, it's summertime in Australia Which simply means That's where professional track is Outdoors right now So Fred Curley uh, Will be uh, taking Rowan uh, Browning Who is uh, Australian 100 meter guy Really good talented man And and I'm looking forward to Fred And him uh, Running the 200 So yeah So In Melbourne, Australia I competed there a couple of times I used to train there uh, For three months Every year When I was competing um, amazing place, hot, just like summer here. Uh, and uh, that's, I mean, Australia is a massively uh, supportive um, country uh, for athletics. Uh, So I'm definitely looking forward to Fred running a deuce this early. I mean, I'm quite surprised, actually. But I think that uh, Fred, uh, who is a triple threat, one, two, and the four, uh, you can't be surprised of where he started. So running the deuce this early probably is a really good thing for him, getting some speed endurance in while in competition. So I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, for all the trackheads out there, yeah, man, we've got uh, indoor season starting. So Saskatoon. Uh, Le Mans is going to open up in France, and um, outdoors, we got Curly versus Rowan Browning from Australia in Melbourne at the end of the month, so that'll be fantastic.
0: Australia and racetracks go hand in hand, but usually it's the four-legged sprinters we're talking about, over 400 400- Racetracks, by the way, in Australia, talking about for the horses. Oh, but
1: you're the, you're the horse expert. Exactly. I had no idea what right. you were saying.
0: Uh, so <laughs> Melbourne, Melbourne has the Melbourne yeah. Cup. Yeah. So that, that when that happens, everything shut down. Nothing is open except for the racetrack. Right, it's I've gonna been ha- there. It's gonna. Well, there you go. I've been to Melbourne Cup. Fantastic. Just, so yeah. this is gonna kind of have that type of feel to it with with the head to head showdown here. And and I guess we gotta call Fred Curley the fastest man on the planet, right? Well, I mean he's the reigning 100
1: champion. He is the well, I mean here's what's really good. I mean, it's 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 the it's the it's the Olympic champion versus the world champion. Right? So, I mean, it's when he meets Lamont, but I'm saying Rowan Browning is like the number 1 guy in Australia. So, it's almost like if if we had like the 150 one-on-one race in Toronto, and right. then we'd have to bring it would still be Curly. So, right. bring up Curly. And he'd fight, and he'd be fighting, and he'd be <laughs> racing the grass.
0: Oh, it is a fight of uh, a different kind, but
1: yeah, but it, but it's but I, I think that like Ron is 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 very talented kid, uh, surprise, I mean, surprise, surprisingly talented kid, um, but I think uh, you know again in that race, I think that, um, well, I, I was gonna say Fred might have him, but that's not how it works in Australia because these guys have two three months of warm weather training and they're just salivating. And waiting for the North Americans to land, so I'm looking forward to that race for sure.
0: We got a long time before it happens—about six weeks, I think. What's that? This race, right? It's February 23rd, I think it is. Oh yes, well, okay. no matter. But we're bringing it up because <coughs> it was just recently announced, right? So we just want to get you in the track and field. Movement. Well, it's a,
1: it's a, it's announced, and I mean, again, track heads are 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 global, uh, and track heads are, you know, uh, 12 months out of the year, 24 hours a day. And we know that there's a track meet uh, somewhere on the planet, outside or inside, it doesn't matter, um, every single day of the year.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be, uh, and it's not just the two of them, right? Who was uh, looking at it here? So he's taking on Rowan Browning. What's a real meet. So
1: they'll be, they'll Caleb
0: be, Law, Aiden, so it's not just a head-to-head right. head affair. Right, it's not like it's a match race. Type.
1: No, no, that there, was okay. that was one that, that was a one and done. Right. If we're gonna have a head to head race, uh, I'll call Michael Johnson and I say, "Hey, here's what we need to do, Michael. No, no, this is, this is serious business. See, but no, you, no, bring no, stop, great, no, you bring no, up a great you no, bring no, up a great point. No, no, I'd stop. love to see you guys do it right now. No, no, stop for a second. Well, who? No racing. No. no Why no. not? No, 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 no. no because it's love because to it's, see that. Because we're old men. But uh, it doesn't matter. No, it's... No, 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 stop for a second. No, again, this is serious business. What happened mean, like
0: Tyson fought Holyfield.
1: They were older men. That they, was still great. They, to watch. they were they were not fighting each other when they're old men. You know what they're doing? They're selling uh, Mike Tyson ears. They're selling ears. That's what they're selling right now. So you Hears don't think, think anybody would like to infuse. see
0: you and Michael Johnson no, race right now? No, no.
1: I you know what I think people would like to
0: see. That'd though? be great. I would it. call Michael. Okay, and
1: I'd say to Michael, "Here's what. Here's what happened. You and I, we we were. I mean, we were trailblazers in the business of sports." we're trailblazers uh off the track and we're trailblazers on the track. So what Michael and I should do is organize a one-on-one um competition and we have it like in three different location locations. Maybe on three different uh you know three different countries. Right. Uh, but but I think that no, I'm not going to race. Michael's not going to race. That's crazy. I mean, I know that, that that'd be for- amazing to see. Yes, Jason. Good to hear. I'm saying. We're not <laughs> looking for
0: you guys to run sub 10, sub, no, we're not, it'd just be great to see it as uh, athletes.
1: Michael and I would, I mean, I don't know if Michael does this, but but how about how about Michael and I will go bowling and we'll have a conversation. Oh, that, that, that's what we'll do. No, but here's the deal. I think it would be um, awesome if they had like a one-on-one again. I think that I, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there in the universe. I'm actually not just doing that. I'm in talks with several people about what it is that we could do to recreate this competition. Because I th- really think that, you know, Andre's doing quite well in this country. I would like for him to be a world record holder one day. I'd like to be an, the, the world's fastest man. I would like him to, to be all this, uh, you know. So I th- and, and he's also quite popular in, in Canada. Uh, I think it'd be amazing for him to take on like Fred Curley at the Sky Dome. I think that that would be amazing. I also think like Fred as well as, uh, you know, we can have two or three Americans and we have uh, two Canadians with... Uh, um, uh, Andre and Aaron Brown And, 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 and Lamont And a few of these other guys We do a competition in the US And we do one someplace in Europe I just think that That would be awesome And imagine Shelly Ann Fraser Taking on Taking on Elaine And then we'll, we'll Throw in the, ne- the, the number three girl Number four oh, Hold on That's three Jamaicans <laughs> Four Jamaicans No wait If we have If we have one versus one We're gonna have to have it In Kingston Because you know The ladies Have dominated uh, The women's sprint
0: so, what would you do if I threw it out there on social media asking people if they'd like to see Donovan Bailey, Michael Johnson take two? What if you got like
1: an overwhelming response to it? You still wouldn't do it? For a million dollars and a year's worth of training. But no, no, I wouldn't do it. That's a waste of time. Now, maybe, maybe not a waste of time, Jason, but I'm saying to you, though, that, that I think. A legends that, race. I. Yeah that, But I'm saying we're, our, I think that our legend Is already stamped Michael Johnson's legend Is stamped Donovan Bailey's legend you, Is already stamped I'm Michael saying to You Michael Johnson that Michael and I can Who sit else can in a we suit and, and, and Michael Michael can We all sit in chair Like they do at the tennis tournament Carl Lewis Oh my god See there you go What's wrong with you Who else is Linford? there Linford no, Who's the
0: um, NBC guy Who's that Trinidadian
1: Oh well
0: that, Oh Otto Otto Bolden. Right.
1: Okay. Like Sorry, I thought you were talking about... Okay. No, I'm
0: talking... That would be phenomenal. Okay. I, I would be all for that. Anyways, right. the time has come. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's throw it down the way he knows how to and still does inside the anchor leg. A clean exchange of Donovan Daly is pouring it on. Let's run the gauntlet. Some quick hits. Lindsey Sharp... Coming back from injury, having a child, and uh, she's 32 years old. I just want to bring this up because you would know as an athlete, first of all, it's hard to be away from any sport that long. But she was away for three years, had a baby, came back, was able to win. I know Shellyann has done this as well. I just want to give her some love because she was a former European 800-meter champion. And to go through what she did, some would just say forget it. But no, she came back. And She was back at the top of her game in terms of this competition, able to win.
1: Well, one, you always got to, man, you, you have to give utmost respect to any woman that goes and has child, that goes and has a child, that goes through childbirth, and then come back to be a top athlete. I mean, we see it in Shelly Ann, and Shelly basically the, the the probably the most, you know, the most successful person that's ever done it. Uh, but you have to give. Absolute respect and props to any woman that does this, man. And, and so, yes, to Lindsay Sharp, uh, welcome back. Uh, it, it is phenomenal that you've gone, uh, you know, put your body through that. Like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm training his heart, I, I, you know, and no man will ever know what it's like, you know, to, to give birth to a child. But my God, man, you know, kind of, you know, having having your body goes through that.
0: Not and, only childbirth. And- she removed cancerous cells from her body. Oh, my well God, in 2019. So, talk, about exactly. talk about motivation. Exactly.
1: You know, talk about motivation. So, you know, to, to all the fans and people listening, what have you done today?
0: There you go. So we go from Donovan Bailey's sport to Donovan Bailey's checkbook. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Georgina Rodriguez paying 250,000 pounds per month to live in a 17-room Saudi Arabia hotel suite before moving into his $10.5 million mansion. Once again, we're talking pounds. So th- this is your type of money now. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I would do. First of all, I think that's awesome.
0: That's and, a hell and, of a lot of money. And
1: and here's, well, I mean, it, <laughs> you're Jeez. paying 250,000 pounds. Uh, because remember when you mentioned it, you said 250, 250 pounds. Yeah. 250,000. Yeah. So just to put that month. in
0: Canadian money, <laughs> that's 408,000 Canadian.
1: <laughs> All right? So that is that is the av- that's for the average home. That's Jeez. for the average that's actually for uh, yeah, that's, that's for, for the that's average for, home. That's
0: for the above hotel average home. That is yeah, I know. Yeah, really
1: but that's listen, I mean here's the thing. He obviously he signed what, what was his contract.
0: 17 million, I think? No, no,
1: seven, no, it's like 70 million a year. Something like that.
0: I'm going to look it up while you. Well
1: talking. look it up But yeah. I'm just saying to you That, that he's, 173
0: yeah. million a year You're right.
1: right So he So he signed Probably the richest contract Of an athlete ever And And so You know What I'd like to see Actually wow. Is I, I actually want to see What I can rent 400 And I would say 408,000 Canadian dollars I would actually for, Per month I, I want to see What I can What I can rent For that I think that That would be nice I just want to Just want to see it I just want to see what it is. So, so uh, that's your homework, Jason. Let's uh, make sure that uh, I, you know, we find it. And I want to take a look at this because that must be um, a pretty sweet spot.
0: Speaking of money, believe it or not, stats actually show that 70% of lottery winners end up broke and a third go on to declare bankruptcy.
1: Well, no, I, I how think, is that possible? Well, I think that's expected uh, You know, I think that uh, Fiscal education is a tough thing um, People aren't and, 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 you know, 99% of the population Is actually not taught uh, fiscal education they, they're, not, they're not taught about money Because a lot of times People just think Hey, you get money And you spend money You know, but I, I think that Maintenance, investing uh, You know, kind of understand How money grows uh, Is really not understood so
0: if you, you give me a million dollars, you won't hear from me for the rest of the year.
1: Well then, and then we'll see you next year with no money. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I said rest of the year. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's the point. But oh, come on. If you win a lottery, how do you go bankrupt? What are you spending your money on? On everything. And I, well, first of all, m- remember, remember also, um, a lot of these, when we see like musicians and athletes, well, athletes, a lot of athletes, musicians and, and people who are not taught, um, any kind of fiscal responsibility whatsoever. Uh, they have people who are managing their funds that that do not know what the hell they're doing. There's also a lot of people who kind of you know that there's always all the hanger honors and these are you know the you know the the, the people that they have uh, you know a hundred paid friends around them. Uh, you know, so yeah, so every, I, I can see that. I can see if if someone wins the lottery, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, let me ask you a question. And this okay. is if. Okay, what would change – I mean, and you can ask me back the same question. If uh, you went out and bought a lottery ticket or the, whatever, the Powerball or whatever, and you win $100 million, what would you do tomorrow? I mean, I know you're joking about winning the lottery and you don't see you for a year. But if you won $100 million today, what would change for you tomorrow?
0: Everything. No mortgage, no bills, But but see, I'm not one who needs to, I'd rather be rich in faith than be rich and famous. To me, money, it it doesn't matter. So that's what I'm saying for me personally. It it would just change things in terms of my debt. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm not going to go out there and buy five yachts and try to buy a small island and buy four or five condo. That's not me. Right. You know, I'm a very simple person. So maybe I'm the wrong person to ask that question. But, (sighs) you know, like some people, you know, they're going out there and buying everything.
1: Well, uh, well, if you have the, if well, if you just want a hundred million dollars, you have you have some disposable income. But so sure. so so I'll answer my own question. Okay, to you. you go ahead. Nothing would change. Nothing. I I would want to well, because n- you
0: have got a hundred million already.
1: Sure, so but it. but I'm saying to you, nothing would change for me because because in actual fact, right. the, the the things. I mean, you and I are both philanthropists. We're both fathers. We're both. We get up and work. We get get and do this podcast, you know, and and we're out doing things. I'm saying to you that if. You know, if I got an extra hundred million dollars tomorrow, nothing would change for me. You know, one or two very tiny little things, Mm -hmm. but nothing would really change for me personally because all because you, you know, you still have to be busy. You still, I still want to be intellectually stimulating. I still want to learn. You know this. You know, you just all of a sudden things just don't stop. Uh, You know, so uh, nothing would change for me.
0: Congratulations Congratulations. to Georgia who put an absolute embarrassing beat down on TCU to win the college football championship 65 to seven.
1: You know what? So here's the deal yesterday. um, So we we had just, um, I I just sat off. We're playing basketball last night. As as I I said earlier, and I saw it was 38 to seven, right? So I saw thirty-eight to seven and I just turned my phone off and I, and I said to the guys, I'm like, Oh, the game is done. The game is done. So it doesn't matter. We don't need to go because usually we all go and uh, we we finish basketball and we go and and we all go and have wings and, and a beer um, at the pub that kind of sponsors us. And I thought, Jason Portwando, that the game was done at thirty eight, and then when I got home and I tur- I got home, I, I we didn't end up going, and th- so I just went home. And I thought, I'm like sixty five. That's a basketball score. What? I'm like, yeah. what happened? I thought the game was over. Anyways, uh, yeah, um, Georgia clearly um, didn't want to, um, well, they were taking all prisoners yesterday. and It they, was, it was and, ugly. And they were not going to, and they certainly, I was going to say they were not going to play, but they did play. <laughs> they were not going to play with these guys uh, or they just want to lay the boots on them. And, and man, yeah, congratulations, Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing.
0: It looked like uh, TCU's championship was beating Michigan because they had nothing in the tank last night. Georgia, by the way, that's their first championship since last year. They've won back-to-back. First team to do so since Alabama in 2011-2012. But, yeah, Bennett, the quarterback, he is uh, quite the threat. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I think Beck's going to be a good quarterback as well. Big frame, big arm. They could repeat the feat and go Georgia win again. They could. Ah,
1: okay. Even so even though they're losing but, a lot of good players, but the quarterback's gone though.
0: Yeah, Bennett's gone. Yeah, cuz he's but, like
1: 45 now. <laughs> no, no. No, he's not. But he, but he's an he's an older quarterback. Yeah. But, but uh like for uh, from the story that I was getting that right. that that um, you know, not a lot of people believed in him. Not a lot of people gave him Stetson uh mm-hmm. Stetson Bennett, right? Stetson right. Bennett, yes. Yeah, not not a lot of people uh um, 45. Yeah, not a lot of people believed in him because he's a shorter right, smaller uh, guy, but hey, dude, that's when you believe in yourself, man. No one can get in your way.
0: Bet uh, on yourself.
1: Bet, dude, bet on yourself. And you know what? I, I, I hope that uh, this kid is, you know, it's 25. So what? I hope it's given an opportunity to the NFL. You know, Duck Flutie made it. Right. So I see no reason why this, this kid couldn't.
0: All I got to say is with a name like Stetson, if the hat fits. <laughs> <laughs> that puts a wrap on this edition of Donovan <laughs> Bailey running things. As always, we appreciate the company. Oh, I'm Jason Portwando. Hey, I, I get to sit beside this guy and and talk and you guys listen to. We appreciate that. As always, uh, take us out.
1: Stay safe and we'll see y'all next week.